So, what you got for us? A mysterious post circulates through social media, killing anyone who doesn't share it. Well, I guess you know what they say. This sounds like a job for privacy and investigation. Hello and welcome to another episode of I Spit On Your Grades Presents Prime Scene Investigation. I am your host, Chris, and as always, I am joined by Mercer. Hello. And Faye. Hello. How are we both? Are we both well? Not so bad, thank you. You, Mercer, how are you? Yeah, I'm good. Yeah, not too bad. Uh, excited for a long weekend, so... A luxury some of us don't have. Some of us are working Thursday and Friday. Is that even legal? Yeah. Lucky us then. We've got it off. True. Got slam dunk tickets as well for the Friday. So I'm very much looking forward to that. And then to be fair, we are celebrating the Jubilee and seeing Darren underscore Gaskill on the weekend as well. So Yes, we are. Very much also looking forward to seeing him. What have we been watching, folks? Anything? Anything interesting? Go on, Mercer. You've got, always got a whole litany of films that you've watched. Normally, but not this time. I've not really watched much. Um, I watched something called Clown Town. I mean, the title pretty much says it all. Done it? Yeah. Yeah, not great. Just a... Uh, Killer clowns in a town. Um, I don't know why. I don't know why they exist. <laughs> but, you know, it was, do you know what? It's one of the films that like has potential, but then no budget. So they, they, they just lose it. They just didn't work, didn't work. Okay. And I'm not saying low budget films don't work. I'm saying sometimes the, the ideas are bigger than the budget and when you can't match it then then it can like falter but mm. yeah that's that's literally it that's all I've watched since the last recording I've watched a few um but I, I suppose my favorite one was I say favorite I, I revisited watership down just because I don't know did I want to depress myself maybe. Is there a reason you revisited Watership Down? Because I was literally talking to a girl at work today who's been off ill, and she said, oh, I watched Watership Down. No, it was just, uh, it was on, was it on Disney? I think it was. It, it was oh, it was either on Disney or now. Um, and I was just flicking through, for, I'll have a film on in the background while I'm working, just as background noise. And um, I came across Watership Down and I thought, well, I'm going to give it a watch and potentially unlock some hidden childhood trauma because that's what Watership Down is, right? I don't know why I said it like that, Watership Down, Watership Down. Um, the water? It, it's, it's, still, it's still terrifying in places. And uh, I cried at the end when five, uh, not Fiverr, when Mr. Main, Mr. Main Bunny dies and goes off and floats away as a spirit rabbit. And to be fair, Bright Eyes is a banging tune. It is a banging tune. I've watched loads this week, bizarrely enough, considering my last episode, I've watched no films whatsoever. I piled them up. Not all horror. Did watch Chip and Dale, Rescue Rangers. Oh, yeah. Ch -ch -ch Chip and Dale. Which was really funny. Really, yeah, really. Yeah. Yes, it came out on Disney. It's from Akiva Shah. Shaper, I think that's his name. That one of Lonely Island. One of the Lonely Island guys. And Andy Sandberg is also voicing Dale. It's got Paul Rudd in it as well. Because why not? Why not? A lot of fun. It's it's not who framed Roger Rabbit, because there's there's too many Easter eggs and too many. Oh look, it's this character. But it's it is really good. It's it's funny. It has Ugly Sonic in it as well, and Ugly Sonic is hilarious. They just keep focusing on his teeth. 
Do you, do you know the drama behind Ugly Sonic Mercer? I, if I'm right, did they not like have to redo Sonic for the film because like fandom like went wild and like petitioned to say is too ugly? It, yeah. did, it did look terrifying, to be fair. And when the posters first came out, um, they had a shot of Sonic sitting on top of the San Francisco Bridge and his legs were horrific. They were so long. They I have not seen anything like it. They gave him human legs, athletic. Like you, like Usain Bolt's legs. They gave him proper runner legs and they gave him human teeth. And he's just, it was weird. Really, really... Little eyes as well, Little, smaller eyes. Yeah. They, thankfully, they went fan power. Actually, got them to go back to the drawing board and rejig it, and it looks far, yeah. far better. So, yeah, I watched that. I watched The Adam Project featuring Ryan Reynolds. You know, I think maybe modern day's most watchable actor. I can't... It's hard for me to dislike anything that Ryan Reynolds has been in, from Deadpool to The Proposal... To buried. There's a lot of people out there who hate Free Guy, you know. I really enjoy it. I like Free Guy, but there are a lot of people who don't. But finally, Bob's Burgers movie. <gasps> yeah. Saw the other night. Absolutely brilliant. It's in the same way that The Simpsons was a an episode of ideas dragged out painfully to a feature. Bob's Burgers is a fully fleshed out movie idea. That they've just happened to have used Bob Bosberg as the fill in and used for it, which is it's great. It's absolutely brilliant. Got so many puns, so many gags, uh, genuinely heartfelt in places, and just as you know, on point as it always is. And just one final one, actually horror related. I watched "There's Someone Inside Your House," the Patrick Bryce horror on Netflix. The dude from Creep. Mm-hmm. It, it was it was okay. It was shot in that 13 Reasons Why Gossip Girl slick visual style of today's teen dramas. Mm-hmm. It was it was irritatingly slick at times. And the logic the logic makes no sense in huge portions as you're into the end of the film. It, it was fine. I wouldn't I wouldn't didn't turn it off. I went bored, but I don't feel the need to go back and watch it again at any point. But that is me this week. So yeah, loads I've actually watched for a change. So I suppose we should move on to what we've actually come here to discuss today. We are going all the way back to 2021 and share or die from Joseph Mazzaferro and Joseph Daniel Thomas, both writer and director. I just want to point out, it took two people to write and direct this, apparently two, two people. I'd also like to point out it's share or die, not share the singer or die. S-H-A-R-E, just so we're clear. I like it share and share and die. Share could kill you. Yeah, share and die. Or share and Princess Diana. Princess Diana comes back from the dead. Oh my god, yes. That is a film. Isn't it? Yeah, it's like a Romeo and Michelle style like zombie Diana Ross. Oh god. It's it's Swiss Army Man meets Romeo and Michelle. It's everything I ever wanted in life. Let's talk about that. No, let, let's talk about the film itself, shall we? Yeah, so okay. The, the plot is literally as you heard at the start of this episode. There is a mysterious post circulating through social media. Kill anyone who does not share it. And if you were wondering why there was a bit of a gap, it's literally because it has no tagline. There is, they could not afford a tagline. It the budget is clearly so not. fresh. Fresh and fancy free. It has no tagline. Maybe they're being like really hip. They're like, God, taglines are so 80s. Taglines are so 2020. We're in 2021, baby. Who would want to pile in and get us started? I say pile in, not 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 the usual phrase of word. Although, let's face it, I think from our tone and how long it's taken us to get to this point, 
you can kind of feel where we're coming from with it. But who wants to get started? I, I'll begin. Uh, I mean, I, I will first of all say, out of all the prime scenes that we've watched, this wasn't one of the worst. It was not great, but it wasn't one of the worst. Uh, we start off with a spelling error, first of all. <laughs> On the uh, on the phone where they're texting each other, and if 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 this is all you've got to convey in that scene is a is a text message conversation, have the decency to spell words correctly. I'd say. I I liked the spelling error though. Because oh, was, <laughs> no, because it was very much like real. Like you've you've read my text messages. And anyone who's read my tweets will see I constantly fat finger misspell things. That would be fine if you if I believe that it was deliberate in any way, shape, or form. But I literally think they've just misspelled it and gone, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's not like they've gone, oh, she's panicking, so she's misspelling everything when they're sending it through. It's no, just one one word, clearly a mistake. So we learn from this text message with misspelled words that um, if you are sent this post that says uh, share or die and you don't share it, then you die. It's as simple as that. And uh, our first victim bleeds from the ears and eyes, apparently. No, she just coughs some blood up. It comes from her eyes as well. She's also, she's definitely bleeding from, definitely bleeding from her ears. Sure, it came from our eyes. I think you're just wanting something better than what we got there, which was a blood capsule um, popped very badly. A dry blood capsule. Yes. I'm in the process. We've been watching Stranger Things this week as well, and we've started to transpose what, what we want on, onto it. We'll, maybe we'll do a Stranger Things episode special someday. Oh, I'm ready for that because it's been fucking amazing so far. But this this particular victim has not yeah, been so amazing. No, she did have she did have blood run out of her ears and oh ears, sorry, ears, ears, ears and nose, ears. ears and nose, and then she gets killed by her mum. There's no no real that's the thing with this these deaths. As we get from the new one, they're either they're murders or they're apparent suicides. Or they're just accidents. There's no rhyme. Absolutely or no rhyme or reason. I mean, the first one I assumed it was because she was listening to that Poundland Eminem, and that's why she was bleeding from orifices, orifices, and a uh, mom stabbed her so she wouldn't have to listen to Poundland Eminem anymore. I mean, I'm not quite freaky. I'll give her that. Looking like Soundgarden video with massive smile, like ten miles wide. Yeah. It almost kind of like made you think maybe, maybe this would have like some kind of weird like possession supernatural element to it that might be quite cool. Uh, but then, as you say, immediately after we get a news report that goes, oh, suicide, murder and accidents, you're like, oh, why? To be, to be fair, when the app installs, it does have the run execute file of run exe 666 so that's pretty pretty satanic pretty heavy heavy duty scary shit There's you, no... should, you should never type 666 into a calculator no you shouldn't that you get sucked in devil. you do it's like there's nothing more scary than rogue apk files that you download anything anything you're not downloading from the actual android or itunes iphone store you don't know what you're going to unleash. You could unleash a plague that wipes out half the world. I also feel like, I know this was like released in 2021. I get a feeling it might have been filmed quite a bit earlier because it, <laughs> the, 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 the concept of like the mobile phone screens, like, and that's what we're watching, just feels like stuff that was happening like a couple of years ago. Are you saying their idea ideas are outdated? Possibly they were just outdated. Possibly this has just been sat on a shelf for a very long time. Maybe. They're so up to date and techno though. They've got copies of maps. There's little windows and stuff opening everywhere. And look, also, we know how tech savvy they are because Anonymous also, or 
I wouldn't call it, I say anonymous because there's no other word to describe what they use. I think anonymous, if they actually had an identity or we knew who they were, they would have a very good libel or slander claim against this film. But then, again, that just disappears. They go, they come in, we have the weird scrambled voice when he's sitting there and essentially a kind of message like, oh, you technology will destroy. And then just fucks off. Never see, never hear that thread again. No. I fucking hated that opening scene. It was like a public service announcement of the dangers of the internet. I was like, please, please, no. I don't want this. And like you said, the whole ripoff of Anonymous. And then, but we do go back to that room because that person's not actually the person behind the app. So it doesn't even make any sense at all. No. Nothing made sense. This film, I mean, I felt like it was, it was, it felt like a sketch show, but like not a funny sketch show or an anthology or anything like that. It just jumps from scene to scene. And a lot of the times, this like it takes a while to realize why. Like it, it also these people are leaked. It also committed one of my pet peeves and then it had a fade out between scenes. It's 2022. Can we not use fade outs anymore, please? I'm done with them. Or texting. So much texting. Show, don't tell. Or in this case, don't show via fucking texting. It's so lazy. It is. It's just, just a lazy way to do. Mm. Yeah. Even our dog agrees. Let's just be fair. I don't want to be horrible, but 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 it's a good job. Maybe it's a good job they gave him a lot of texting because Christ, the acting. Oh. Oh. oh my God. <laughs> I I don't think there was one person in that film who actually pulled off a decent role character not a one um there's a them two girls on the beach i don't even one of them's called jessica i don't know what the other one's called uh because they don't it's really me. introduce the characters jessica. um but then like that entire beach scene like like that when they're walking on the beach and it's that slow-mo where the waving and flicking their hair and blowing kisses at people. I was like, what is this? I literally said that never happens. Not once have I seen anybody walk anywhere and just start blowing kisses at people. Shut the fuck up. And when they're taking selfies as well, and she's like, you take one on yours. I mean, that is realistic. We we do that all the time. Like, you do it from your phone, I'll do it from mine. But when she went, well, use your picture, yours looks better. Oh, it didn't. It didn't, love. Oh my god! And then did you see the pictures he, she posted, which she immediately uploaded, which had very heavily edited like eyes and everything on it. I was like, "When did you do this? When?" Mm -hmm. I hated it. I hated that 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 entire beach scene to me just didn't make sense. Um, and obviously, it was just there for us to understand that they knew Sarah, the first girl who died. Yeah, they didn't even like her. No. There's, there is a very loose connection between all of the actual cast. There's no... You don't believe in the relationship between any of them at any point. Especially the brother and sister. Which is just weird. That 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 has Pornhub undertones. I'm sorry. It gets, some, it gets a message from girls and it's like, oh, Linda, so-and-so. Hey, Sarah, hey, sis. What? <laughs> Excuse me. She 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 is one step away from being trapped under a bed. I tell you, it also has one of the shortest cards in the ever. Have you seen the jerk? The Steve Martin film? No. no. I should have, but no. It's it's brilliant. I recommend anyone who hasn't seen it go go find it. It's awesome. But there's a scene where he gets he, he's coming for a lift and a guy pulls over, he's like, where are you going? He's like, oh, the end of the fence. And he gets in the car and just goes about eight foot down to the end, down to the end of the actual gate. No. And that is very much what his the sister brother car ride is like. She picks her up, drives her for about three minutes, and then just drops her off. And then 
She walks to the house and it's suddenly nighttime. How long were you walking? Also, where was she going? She never went anywhere. <laughs> she rocked up at that. She got dropped off and didn't go anywhere. No, because she gets kidnapped. She gets essentially she gets where she's going, and then she gets that bag pulled over her head. So she wouldn't. We'd have no idea who she's meeting. We've no idea why the people she was meeting there haven't gone. Hey, hey, where are you? It's you know when. <laughs> But you say there's there's potholes you can drive a bus through. And it's just there is, as Mercer says, this is just a series of random scenes, like a really poor sketch show with it's like if, if you if you went and asked five different filmmakers and said, look, there's a virus, essentially it's what do you call it? It's um A to Z horror thingy no, film. No. This is VHS viral. That's what this is. <laughs> Fucking shy. This is August but, underground. But you get what I mean. This is essentially if you go right. Okay, there's a killer. There's a killer virus that you share or you die. Give it to five filmmakers. Go and do something with it. Yeah. They're just separate and just thrown in the same film with nothing linking them together apart from this really tenuous nightmare cinema. Yeah, nightmare cinema. Yes. Oh, do you remember that game you used to play? Where someone would draw a head mm-hmm. and then you fold it over and then someone would draw a body and you fold it over. That's what this was. It's like you open it up and go, what is that? You, you do also do that with words as well. You can also create a story doing that. I think we've tried to do that before. It's like someone's drawn it, but what everyone's drawn is a massive piece of shit. So just see what we're doing again, guys. Yeah. Um, everything to avoid actually getting through this film. <laughs> There's not much to get through. I mean, there's not. There isn't. I mean, obviously, people start getting it, and you have to share it within a minute. Um, otherwise, you know, accept your fate, sort of thing. And some people do do it. Some people don't. Um, and, and to be fair, there is a really good scene in this film that I winced at. I know what you're gonna say. Box cutter. Yes. Yes. A woman literally takes the box cut. Uh, is it called a box cut? Yeah, like yeah. a Stanley knife. A Stanley know, knife it. to her gums uh, and starts dragging it. Uh, I think that's nature. literally the only scene in the movie that warrants any real attention. Yeah. <laughs> it was really good. I think, just for clarity then, so basically this Shero die app, there's two, there's two things you can do when you get it. You've got to. You've got a minute to do it. From the second you receive it, you can either share something very deeply personal about yourself that you've never told anyone before on a social media platform, or you can share the the message with somebody, but not the person who shared it. And again, you've only got a minute to do it, and it takes each person about forty five seconds to actually read mm-hmm. what's happening before they can do anything. So it's very cruel. Um, Becca, the the character who you know gets kidnapped, the girl who's the lead girl, I'm guessing. Yeah. Shared it with Sarah. Um, and Sarah died. Obviously, she her mum killed her. Um, Becca's no Sarah's boyfriend Ty, Ty I think he's called. Ty. Yeah. yeah. Ty knows that she did it, and he calls her up, and he goes, "You shared it." And I love the response that she gives, which is, yeah, well, she were a bitch. I'm like, okay, you've literally just murdered somebody and that's your response, she were a bitch. On a video call that literally is, I didn't actually really understand half of what was being said on it. I'm going to reenact it now, right? So, Mercer, so I video called you. (laughs) Bitch. That's it. Done. Hung up. It was, it was, honestly, the sound of that was terrible. It was literally like they just recorded someone's mobile phone from another mobile phone to do this conversation. Um, and then, so basically, Beth, Becca gets kidnapped by the boyfriend of Sarah and He's like, I'm going to kill you, but the way I'm going to kill you is by waiting to see if I get this message sent to me 
And if I do, then I'm going to send it to you. And then I'm going to wait and see whether you die after a minute. And you're like, seriously, if you're going to kill her, just kill her. Why do we need to wait for this? Um, he's got his friend Junior there, who all Junior says all the way through that entire thing is, I told him it was a bad idea. I told him it was a bad idea. I told him it was, I'm like, shut the fuck up, Junior. Um, Junior just happens to go out with one of the girls, um, with Jessica, the girl that we met at the beach. Jessica. Jessica. Um, but she broke up with him. We have and these he's, he's stalking her, right? They all stalk each other because no one's got any fucking concept of like what it's like to break up with someone, apparently. Um, they all just like message each other constantly. There's this weird moment where he finally goes, oh, I'm not going to be involved in this if you're going to kill her. So I'm just going to leave. I'm not going to help her. I'm just going to leave um, because I don't want to go to prison. Okay. Um, and then we have this weird final destination moment set up with that guy screwing that thing in. Do you remember? He hangs his hammer up, puts his thing, he drops his nail. You're just like, why are we doing final destination now? Two, two things for this. Firstly, what kind of builder has one nail or one screw? <laughs> and secondly, <laughs> when you watch him go to put it, put that up, he's not leaning against anything. He's got, he's got essentially just there's a post, and he's trying to drill it into the spot on the side. So there's nothing against what he's trying to drill it into. My favourite bit about that scene is where the nama uh, nama <laughs> namaste namaste <laughs> is where the hammer narrowly misses him. And he turns to the construction worker and says, you know, guy, you nearly killed me. And the guy goes, hmm. <laughs> Just like, you didn't give a shit. But also, like, why doesn't he link the fact that he's just sent the, because he just got the share or die message, sent it to Jessica, and doesn't link the fact that he's literally just shared it and just saved himself from dying. And that entire conversation he has with himself, I'm going to share it to that bitch if she's going to break up with me, but maybe she'll get back with me. What? What? Wait, are you like three years old? I saw those messages from Jessica to Junior. He, he shouldn't have her back. She seems like a right cow. She's so cruel with him. Be fair, he's not, he's not exactly a man of the year, is he? Oh, look, I'm not, I'm not really defending anyone in this film. I'm just trying to get my voice heard in one way or another. <laughs> This is a film though where you can't actually defend anyone. Nobody, nobody is a decent character again. Um, I don't know. The two gay guys didn't appear to have done any, done oh, anything wrong. They, they, t- they tell bad campfire stories. For so, camp men, they should be good at campfire stories. What was the point in them two characters, other than this guy going? Maybe we need to be a bit more diverse. No, I think it's to show that. It can come on a delay, so you only get it once you're in signal. That was my reckoning. So, it, you know, it, that was my thought. But it comes through to him when he's at the tent as well, though. Yeah. Oh, no. But, but then again, there is one point, I'm not sure if anyone noticed it, when they, they got the tent set up and they go, he's like, oh, I'm going to go back to the car. And there's a road just behind him. You see a car go past. No, didn't see that. Plus, it really stogged me off that he went, I'm just going to go to the toilet, and not five seconds after he'd gone, do you need a hand there? Are you all right? Let the man pee in peace. Also, it's his boyfriend. Why does he need to travel to the other end of the world to go for a piss? There were trees, like, next to him. It made no sense. The whole scene with them, with that horror story that he told, I'm like, I don't understand the relevance of this to the film. Like... I'm really confused now. Like, why is this happening? Um, does anyone remember uh, one of the Soho festivals, the short film with the two guys who go camping and one's a diva and one in? And no. then, the, ah, you might have missed it. We're a pride one. It's basically two, a, a couple go camping. One's a diva, spraying themselves with spray constantly, being all like, oh, I don't want to be here. This is fucking awful. This is not what I wanted. And the other one just gets sicker and kills him. I'm like, I think you kind of lifted this story from this show and like just added it to your film. Unless 
the shorts people lifted the story from this. No. <laughs> I don't think anyone watched this film and went, yes, yes, let's steal that. I'd have loved it if they'd have just sliced snippets in of the shows. Just literally take, so you watch this, he had the two guys, and then suddenly had a bit of Heidi High. Or something, something, they, something they consider proper niche that no one will, no one will pick up on. Like that film that had the actual uh, actual pictures of Sarah Payne in it. You didn't watch that, did you, Mercer? No. We've talked about this before anyway, but yeah, like that. Yeah. Putting stuff in that shouldn't be in there. Or was it Nightmare, was it Nightmare Cinema, the one anthology that actually did take an entire short Yeah. Film? When we started watching Nightmare Cinema, I... I was second guessing myself because I'm not sure I've seen this before. I've definitely seen this show. And yeah, it turns out they just took a lot of shorts that have been around forever and just lumped them together into a film. There's another anthology film that does it where it just takes some shorts. I think it's got banjo in it. Oh. And I think it's called Sin. Um, and it's just a mix of shorts. Anyway, back to this piece of trash film that's really <laughs> fucking good. Um, we forgot to mention Becca's mum and dad. Becca's dad, what is wrong with him? <laughs> I think he's, I think in, a, in a film of badly drawn people, he's actually probably the most well-rounded individual. He's fucking awful. I did write something that made me laugh down there when um, she says something to him. And he's like, oh, she's, he's, he's like, she's like, oh, it'd be nice if you let me know when you get home, when you were coming home. And he's like, it'd be nice if you sucked my dick so I didn't have to jerk off. And I'm like, what? <laughs> what? It did make me laugh, though. They're terrible. But he's horrible. So, but they're both horrible. They're married to each other and they're both horrible. I love the way they work out that Becca's, uh, something terrible's happened to Becca from the text message, where she's like, she said, I love you. Yeah, thoroughly awful, awful people, awful all around. That's our one. If that's our, if you get one takeaway from this film, it's that people are genuinely awful. Speaking of awful, Jessica's death. Oh, Mercer is cradling his head. Um, and rightly so. It is one of the worst things I have ever seen committed to film. She dies via filter, via emoji. Be, be fair, it's not the filter that kills it. See the belief that the filter's on her face. And she's saying it, yeah, it is like, a, what is it, slime or goop or something on her face, making it look like a, a snail like a or something? It's alien, isn't it? Like yeah. a goopy slug thing. Um, my favourite part about that is she she's on a video call with a friend. She gets that message. A friend's like, oh, no, you need to share it because that's exactly what happened to Sarah. And then this filter covers her face and a friend's like, um, God, this is really irritating. Take it off. And she's like, I can't. And she's like, God, you're irritating me. Take it off. And you're like, hang on. You, you, you are in the belief that she is going to die. Mm. And you still are more Your last concerned. words. <laughs> yeah. So doesn't make sense. And then what's the weird thing they do when they start showing you, like, the world through Jessica's eyes with that filter on and she's seeing out of all the different eyes? And it's clearly, like, cartoon drawings. Yeah, because it's, it's supposed to be a filter in Emoja. So it's saying that she's seeing through the filter. That's how she sees. I want to know how she managed with hardly any fingernails, less than a minute, and a phone in her hand to rip her own skin off. Because, I mean, I could be picking on my skin for an hour and still probably wouldn't get anything mm -hmm. off. I would also like to know why just by ripping her forehead off, which is all she ripped off, it killed her. Um... Death by skinning. Death by partial skinning. Yeah. People have gone through way worse than that. I've um, had exfoliating gels that take off more skin than that. <laughs> yeah. So, bye, Jessica. Jessica! 
So I know it's a little bit further on, but just linked to Jeff, Jessica's death. Jessica's friend phones up Junior and she's like, I can't believe you sent Jessica the message. She's dead. And he's like, oh, oh well, shall we get together? I've always liked you. And she's like, oh, really? <laughs> I'm like, honestly, I'm like, did a child write this script? It's like, three, it, honestly, it's like three-year-old children. Do you like remember, the way they interact. Do you remember when we did The Hopeful? Yeah. That's what this script reminds me of. <laughs> yeah. You've got no context there, listener. I'm sorry. We were in a play years ago called The Hopeful, and it was written in the style of this film. Just jumping from one thing to another, not making any sense whatsoever. And Come on, you people in the street. Clap your hands and stamp your feet. It is a special day. Come celebrate, I say. Wow. I don't even know why we sang that song. Well, I don't think anyone, anyone who's listening to this, I don't think they were expecting that. What a truly awful time. <laughs> No, we're fine. Would you rather redo the hopeful or rewatch this film? Oh god, I don't know. I choose neither. Did any of you do a time check? It felt like days. For a film that was just over an hour, it felt like a lifetime. I was literally only 38 minutes in when I did my first time (laughs) check. And literally, my note at this point is. It's only 38 minutes. Can someone please just send me that fucking message? Because I would rather die than finish this fucking film. Thankfully, we get a lifeline in the form of uh, Mr. Conspiracy Theorist. Rome. Rome, who's like, I know how to break this. It's based on an algorithm. Because the the kids love saying algorithm. It's based on an algorithm. And uh, it turns out that if you... Oh, if you if if, if you, you tell do, the truth, if you tell the truth and you do post something very secretive about yourself, it will stop. It's, essentially, he's gonna essentially he's gone. You know what the secret the breaking this is? Follow the instructions and the text you've been sent. Exactly. I was so angry at that. I'm like, this literally makes no sense. Like he spent months apparently working out how to be, de- defeat this. At whatever it is, this message, and it's, and you just do what you're supposed to do. For a film that's so texting heavy, the one message that could have probably been delivered via text, they have to trek all the way out there for him to deliver it. Yeah. It's like, it's like getting instructions to bake a cake and then not adding the eggs and going, well, why is my cake not, why is my cake not baking correctly? And then having someone come along and go, you need to add the eggs. And you go, oh, yeah. Said that recipe was in front of me all along. But anyway, he comes along and he tells them that. So they start taking Becca back. And uh, Becca's dad, who suddenly gives a shit about her, because he didn't throughout the rest of the film, uh, rocks up behind Ty. Ty and shoots him square in the head. And I'm sorry, that bullet would have travelled through. He's also very casual for a man who's just killed a child. Very casual indeed. I mean, I don't know how old these characters are supposed to be, but Ty's clearly a 40-year-old man. (laughs) Well, obviously, um, but I think he's supposed to be playing like an 18, 17, 18, excuse me, 17, 18-year-old. What? fucking frustrated me now more than anything was so Becca's dad who the first time we see him interact with Becca he tells her to fuck off and she's disgusting or whatever second time we see the interaction he shoots a man and he's like oh have you ever watched Breakfast Club I've I've raised you wrong no Weekend of Bernie's Weekend of Bernie's that's it Weekend of Bernie's and he's like I've raised you wrong I've, I've, I've fucked up my job or something. And then we have this bloody montage scene of this massive happy family. <laughs> I'm like, what is this? Murder clearly brought them together. Murder was the glue that they needed to hold that family. 
but then Becca gets a message. <laughs> this there's a lot of sentences in this show that starts with this really irritated me. <laughs> this is another one that really really irritated me. So what do we know about this? We the app. We know that once you get your message, you have a minute to either share, die, or post your secret about yourself that no one knows. So Becca goes, right, now is a good time for me to do my own war and peace. What? She was about eight, five and a half hours, I think she must have been standing there typing out that. It felt like five and a half hours. And the message that she types out isn't that much of a revelation. She's literally (laughs) saying what we all do in making ourselves appear better on social media than we actually are. We all do that. She basically says, I'm selfish. And it's like, yeah, we know. We've only interacted with you for like 60 minutes. Like (laughs) everyone else in your life must know what a fucking cunt you are. Like (laughs) there's no secret there. No secret whatsoever. You literally sent your friend a message that's called her a bitch when she died. Like, you are not a nice person. Uh-huh. And to, to, for your dark, deep, dark secret to be, I'm kind of vain and I'm kind of selfish. I'm like, that's not a deep, dark secret. Like, why didn't you just put, I blow my brother? Because that's what we know the deep, mm-hmm. dark secret really was. It definitely is. Anyway, it seems no. to work, doesn't it? <laughs> it? It does seem to work, yeah. I mean, she didn't play by the rules. Like Chris said, she got at least five minutes to write that out before she went back to the table and then decides to call her brother and her, her brother's come back off what, uh, which was seen like a few weeks out in the wilderness yeah. or something. Three days. Is that it? Three, three days. days. He says to Becca in that car journey, come on, it's three days we are a mobile phone or internet. He's left his phone on charge for three days at home. Yeah. There's no need for it. He's, he's not using it. He's fucked his battery life. He's fucked his bill, his electricity bill. Um, now, anyway. I wrote... Sorry, no, go, carry on, because you might answer my question. He then comes back off his retreat, gets... I said retreat, I can't, I can't even call three days a retreat. He comes back from his mini-trip and gets his phone, and he receives the share or die message. Yeah. And so we know he's cocked it, because he doesn't go ahead and share it, I assume. Is that the end? Yeah. Yes. All right, because that's what I've put. I'm like, this ending is terrible, but I can't even remember the ending. No. I mean, that's not technically where the film ends. So at this point, we were ready for the film to be ending. Um, And then... Chris knocked off a whole half a star (laughs) off his rating because it ended with a blooper reel. And I'm using the term blooper reel very loosely. There was nothing... I mean, they literally show a minute or so of a man's thought process during the scene and call that a blooper. It's not a blooper! It's a bit when Rome's fucking up his dialogue. They're like, yeah, yeah, there is a lot of dialogue. No, no, there isn't. No, a few good men, Tom Cruise and Jack Nicholson scene. That's dialogue. You saying... Tony Collette, hereditary, that's dialogue. Fuck me. Do you remember Back to Us being in place? Ritual for Dolls, that bloody monologue I had to do. That was fucking dialogue. You want to talk monologue? That freaking thing that I did... Happy Where times. I'm buried up to my head. That's that's Happy dialogue. Times. Sorry, what was it? And that were live people, live, and she she fucked it up like once. Thank you. She didn't fuck yeah. it up. Ending with ending with anywhere. Ending with a inverted quotes blooper reel is not is not something I want. No, especially since as you say the actual ending, as Melissa found out, it's hard to tell whether that was. The ending when you then go into another a character being back on screen again. No. It, overall, this didn't really work for me. I know <laughs> you you made a comment right at the start, Faye, about um Poundland Eminem. Mm-hmm. I did quite like the soundtrack. Okay. Um well, I did. I, I can't lie. 
I did. All right. I loved it, in fact, so much so that I've bought it. I haven't bought it. I don't think it's the same. Um, but no, I, I didn't mind the soundtrack. I, I, I don't think the soundtrack was for that film. Oh, like okay. that, that movie and that soundtrack did not go together. That soundtrack should have been on, it felt more like something you'd see on kids or something. Do you, think Do you know what I mean? Do you think they just audio clipped you off another short film? <laughs> just... Possibly. I think they just went, fuck, we've not done a soundtrack. Let's lift it from like a CD in his car or whatever. But um, it was, I, did, I didn't mind the soundtrack. I just didn't think the soundtrack fitted the film. I, I still don't believe it's the worst thing that we've ever watched as prime scene. We've watched far worse. We've watched that storm swept wind shit sex film. Hang on. Storm we swept. We watched The Wrong House. We did. We did watch The Wrong House. We, we watched we... Armed Response. Thank you. Armed Response. See? And at but... least this at least this one did as a service of being. A hell of a lot shorter than those other films. Thank you for yeah. that. Thank you for the runtime. And you know what? As we, as we, as we do always say, we've not made a film. I've not got a film on Amazon Prime playing. True, true. No, I reckon oh. I could now, but. <laughs> yeah. oh. I reckon we could. I feel bad slating these films, but I think sometimes you must know what kind of reception you're going to get when you put out films like this, you have to have some sort of awareness about it. They've, that's the thing, they surely not, they've not put this out and gone, well, we've, I'm pretty sure we've done a modern Godfather here. And, and, and you know, I will say, like for all its faults in the film, and I'm sorry, it wasn't, the, it wasn't a film for me, that gum scene was amazing. I would love to see that, I, I could, you could, you know, that's, a quality shot for me, that. I think any film that can make you kind of wince or mm -hmm. squirm a little bit um, does deserve some kind of credit, because especially with the kind of, like, we've watched a lot of fucking hardcore stuff. Um, that literally, as soon as she lifted that up to her mouth, before she even got it to her mouth, as soon as she picked the knife and I saw what she was doing, I started squirming, like, this yeah. is horrible. I do not like this at all. No. And the fact... What I did like about that scene as well, that entire scene, completely irrelevant because these characters really didn't exist in that film. But I do like the fact that she walked outside and killed herself in front of her children, you know, mm. give them something to remember her by. <laughs> <laughs> so, but you know, like, as well as being disgusting and gruesome, it also had trauma, so. Yeah. It's a pretty so, good death, yeah. Well, I know you keep saying it's not the worst one that we've no. watched, but let's find out how bad it was by revealing its score. Go on then, Mercer. Let us know how this got on. Okay. There, I think you are right. It's not the worst prime scene film we've got. We've seen Cher or Die comes in with a grade of F. It's not the worst. It's not we've, passable. We've had a U before, so... Yeah. I think that's yeah. fair. F for fair. F for fair. Mm -hmm. F for fucking overgraded. <laughs> um, oh. Don't be too harsh. Come on now. I'm not harsh. I'll be honest with you. It got a really low score for me initially. And then I'm like, I do like the soundtrack. And that's the only reason my score was bumped up. See, that'll balance out with the fact that he lost half the stuff for me for the... Uh... <laughs> The ending with the blooper reel. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. I think, you know, we're giving that a fair and for going over. Just before we do leave it uh, in the bowels of the Amazon Prime catalogue, do you have a one-line closing summation for it? Oh, God. No. No. <laughs> that, that, is, that is fair, Mercer. Uh, mine would be share, die, or just fucking delete. <laughs> delete it. Mine would be share or die. <laughs> <laughs> Still 
better than 90% of the dialogue in that film. Yeah. Hey, I'm devastated. You should have been like, you should have been like, sure. You should have just done a share impression. Mate, if I could turn that time, hey! I would. <laughs> so that's, as I say, we'll place that back in the uh, archive there where it can be discovered by a whole whole generation of film fans eagerly waiting to watch Cher and I. Mercer, you won our last main episode, which meant that yeah. you got to pick the genre for our next main episode again. So you kept us in suspense on tender hooks. Tell us, what have you gone for? So my choice for the next episode is that we pick our favourite creepy kid films. So films with creepy, creepy children in. So we're discounting the orphan straight away, right? Nobody can have the orphan. Okay, I'm changing my choice. (laughs) If you have not seen the orphan by now, come on. What are you even doing? It's got one of the reveals that angers me more than anything else in the entire world. I love the reveal of the orphan. I think it's great. You're just a very angry man. I, just, I am. I'm not different. Different. I can get on board with twists and reveals, but that generally left me quite annoyed. But yeah, creepy kids, creepy code. Creepy code. There you go. We mentioned now. Send me a free shirt. Yeah, I'll have a, I'll have a rug, please. Or if you can knock the shipping off. £80 for fucking shipping. I don't think you're going to get anything with that attitude, Chris. Um, we They sponsored us. They don't sponsor us. We're going to get sued. We are going to get sued. <laughs> yeah, we'd like to make, make clear that we are no way affiliated with Creepy Code. If we're going to do that for anything, like the Morrison's, we like their donuts. <laughs> Now that we've finished whoring ourselves, whoring ourselves out. Oh, you may have seen me whore myself out. <laughs> if you want to contact us about whoring ourselves out for various products, services, phone messages, or any other bizarre behaviour, reach out to us on our socials. You can reach us on Instagram and Twitter at Spitgrades, where I spell your grades on Facebook, and you can always email us at electricpossums at gmail.com should you be of a mind to do so and please don't forget to rate review and subscribe every little mention and click and subscription does help and you can find us on all good podcast providers spotify apple and the like you missed an opportunity to whore ourselves out to tesco then every little helps Mm -hmm. say goodbye mercer bye say goodbye Faye. goodbye Faye. And goodbye, everyone. Bye-bye.